So what's good, guys? Welcome to the snowball. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, that we we need that energy every single time. You know how it be, bro. We got we got we got to bring it, bro. All right, start that over, bro. What's up, guys? You already know who it is. Yo, yo. It's the Snowball Effect Podcast back once again, back for your eardrums, more tunes, more pods for your head top. For your head top. If you cannot tell right now, I'm speaking through this mask because this quarantine stuff is still going down. True. I don't even have a mask because I couldn't afford one, but. It's all good, though. It's all good. You know, we're going to order some off the dark web, and uh, I'm definitely going to get that, that supply in. And once that happens, I'm back in the game, bro. For sure. And also, bro, you got the blood of Jesus, bro. So who, who needs a hey, mask, bro? Man, nobody needs a mask with the blood on the side. So nobody. If I, I'm going to take this mask off, bro. I got the blood. I don't, I don't need this mask. Yo, you do, bro. You have that anointing, bro. Hell, heck yes, brother. <laughs> Let the church say. Let the church say amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Yo, bro, yo, so yo, what's up? What's up, everybody? Um, yo. yo, we just got to get these introductions and stuff out the way. Um, of course. It's your boy, Christian Ladon, uh, low-key, a.k.a. X and Ladon on IG. Uh, Parmesan Guapo. Formerly known as Parmesan Guapo. The cheesy uh, one. <laughs> the extra <laughs> cheesy one, so. Boy, with the garlic on the side. <laughs> And you already know who it is. It's Daniel, aka Wavy Veli, aka Mecca, aka whatever you want to call me. Your Wavy Bay dot wave dot wave the wavy one. And we, together we are the snowy ones. We've we decided ones. to call y'all our fans. We're still deciding between the snowfall or the snowballs. Which, which one should they be? The snowfall or the snowballs? I don't know, bro. Y'all let us know which one would y'all rather be: snowfalls or snowballs? I mean, either way. I feel like as a collective, we are a lot stronger than as a unit. And yeah. so either way, whether we're all snowballs and we're just forming into a huge snowball that's going to take over the earth, or we are a collective of smaller snow, uh, smaller snow molecules that form out of the sky and fall down onto the earth and rain destruction. So either way... <laughs> We are a force to be uh, forced to be reckoned with, and uh, oh, yeah. y'all let us know. Y'all let us know, please, please. <clears throat> so let's get right into it, guys. Today we're talking about strengths and weaknesses. And Chris, to be honest with you, the reason I thought about this this episode idea was because I <clears throat> I had a job interview about two months ago, mm. and you know it, it was like a it's a pretty serious job. So I figured, okay, these are going to be serious questions. I get to the interview and they ask me, so what is your number one weakness? And I feel like that was like, you know, something that you asked like during like freaking fourth grade uh, class uh, president elections, not during a serious job interview. So I was taken aback because I, I hadn't prepared for that question. Mm. And, I, you know, I had to come up with something. Okay. So I guess first questions first. Have you ever been asked that question in a job interview setting? Uh, Yes. Def- quick, quick, quick back question to that. Okay. Do you think that's a good question to ask somebody in a job interview? Uh, yes and no. Um, I think it'll be a good question just because it allows you to gauge where a person's head is at as far mm-hmm. as uh, based off of the answer that they decide to 
you know, give, it'll let you know, for one, how in-depth they are into, um, you know, thinking introvertently. Yeah. Um, also, it'll let you know whether they bullshit or not, because I feel like that that's that's kind of like a loaded question in the sense it that is. most people, especially in a in a in a setting such as a job interview, they're going to give you their best, um, you know, uh, their best characteristics off rip because the whole mm-hmm. goal is to get the job. Um, so why would I tell you something that I know might be true? However, that could, you know cancel that position out for me or kind of mess that up for me. So, um so it's it's one of those questions that it's it's good and it's bad at the same time because I don't feel like you for the most part will get a uh you know true answer, but at yeah. the same token you could have somebody who could surprise you and give you an answer that is completely, you know, uh uh far left or like blown out of the water and you're just like, "Well, I would I would never expected that from this person." And, and that in itself could, you know, provide more insight to a candidate. Uh, than any other type of question. So what do you think? <clears throat> well, yes, I have been asked the, the question before. And I I totally agree with you. I think it is a good way to see where somebody is, I guess, um, as far as their thinking goes. <clears throat> um, I had trouble answering the question, mainly because I wasn't prepared for it, but also just because I felt like my weakness would be a problem in the job. And, uh, you know, I guess that sort of asked, that sort of brings up the question when you were asked that question, like, like don't, let's not necessarily get into into what your actual weakness is, but when you were asked that question in a job interview, what was your answer? Uh, um, I know a thing for me, and this is something that I've used before in an interview, is that uh, a weakness of mine is that sometimes I bite off more than I can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone who is typically like a go-getter, um, I like to involve myself in things, and sometimes I do so without truly thinking about the uh, repercussions of the time allotment that I will have to put into something. Um, so sometimes, you know, I might fill my schedule up with things and might not be able to get to something. Um, and so like that happens, I wouldn't say often, uh, because I have gotten better at, you know, just kind of divvying up my time schedule and just, you know, making sure, that I'm able to kind of just take care of things that I need to. Um, however, that has happened in the past. And so sometimes, you know, I might take on a job or something like that and not be able to put all the attention and effort into something because something else might have uh, kind of dragged over a little bit and, 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 and um, you know, uh, overlapped. So um, that's definitely an answer that I've used, you know, before in the past. And uh, I I do think I got the job based off of that. Nice. Um, when I was asked that question, the answer I gave was, uh, <clears throat> and you know, this I think was a very interview answer, but is also true for me personally. Is um, I'm very one track minded. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I have the ability to multitask. Like, you know, uh, for those of y'all that may not know or maybe maybe don't know, I I am a DJ, so you know, often I'm juggling 
mixing a song, picking a next song, talking to people, drinking, all that stuff. But um, as far as like involved tasks, you know, like work tasks, I really like to pick one and focus and really get that done before I get something else. So uh, basically what I said was it's sometimes I can get like a backlog of things because I'm trying to get one thing done perfectly mm. rather than getting everything done well. And, you know, I did end up getting the job. So you said you, you did get the job. I, I did get the job. That's good. Um, and it's it's really interesting that you say that as well, um, just because for the people that are kind of in the same boat. Do you guys find it? Easier or do you find it uh, more difficult to focus solely on one thing and until completion and then go on, move on to the next thing? Or do you find that, you know, having to juggle different things is, is, is actually a little bit, you know, better for the overall completion of whatever tasks you guys have. Um, Cause that's, that's something that I've had to deal with um, just, you know, as, as a designer, someone who, you know, uh, is a brand owner um, and stuff like that, you know, having to work with different people, I have had to work with people who kind of, you know, deal with the same types of things. And it, at least for me, it kind of frustrated me because I'm like, there's other things that we need to be getting done right now that I'm relying on you for. Um, and so for you to just kind of focus on that one thing right now, even though I want the best work possible, um, just because, you know, everything has to kind of go off, you know, without a hit, you know, the vision is always the most important thing. And, and the completion of that vision is key. However, um, I know that people work in different types of ways. Um, yeah. people work at different types of paces. And so that's always something that, you know, as mm-hmm. a person who is thinking about starting a business, um, you, you, when it comes to growth of your business and when it comes to um, scaling, uh, you can only scale as fast as you can employ. And so it's like you have to truly think about that type of stuff um, when it comes to the people that you employ and the people, even if you're not on that level of, you know, you're a CEO or a business owner or looking to go into entrepreneurship or something like that. However, um, you simply like to collaborate with people and work on different tasks with people, um, it's still something that you have to think about um, that the energy of that person that you're working with, whether that matches your energy and complements you or whether it's something that, um, you know, might harm the business or or what have you or whatever project that it is that you're working on. Um, so really looking at and, and taking a deep dive into the strengths and weaknesses of different people, I feel like is is a very very important aspect um not just as a business owner but also just as a person in general like um even from the aspect of friendships you know you kind of have to evaluate the strength and the weaknesses of your friendships and um i know that's something that everybody can probably attest to you know there's you know whether you had a a friend who you, you thought was a friend but they turned out to be a snake because you ain't cut the grass. And really they was just there to, you know, see your downfall or to, you know, capitalize off of that, you know, or, you know, it, it, you, there's, there's multiple different uh, scenarios, but I, I just think that strengths and weaknesses in general and just <laughs> constantly thinking about those is always like super important. Yeah, totally. And I mean, um, 
you know, I, I'm sure a lot of our, of our audience is still in college or maybe uh, soon leaving college or just left college. And speaking of strengths and weaknesses, you know, in, in friendships, like those last couple of years of college for me, like sort of having the hindsight and be able to understand friendships better, I think it was at first it kind of stressed me out when I'd be like, okay, I cannot be friends with this person anymore. Or this person is just somebody I speak to and not my friend. But like, I'm so much more happy with my friend group now, knowing that like, if I call out to these people, if I, if I need something for these people, like I can at least rely on them to give me the facts or to be honest with me when, you know, I've had friends that will just say yes, no matter what. And, you know, they may not, may not necessarily mean that I've had friends that will take my information and just give it to somebody else and ruin, you know, relationships. But but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like like Christian said, please, please, college students, adults, high schoolers, prune your friend groups with a fine tooth comb. With a fine tooth comb, with a, with a lice comb, prune <laughs> that friend group. Yo, but, and at this, go ahead, go ahead, keep going. Um, I I wanted to ask. Um, okay. well, I wanted to get into right into strengths and weaknesses. Um, okay. I want to start off with one of my personal weaknesses. Okay. So. And this is a weakness that, that seems sort of ridiculous, but you know, I'm a, I'm a DJ producer. I am a super, super control freak. Yeah, let's be honest. I'm a super control freak in a creative setting, uh. specifically. In other things, you know, I, I, I'm I'm fine with pulling back control, but in a creative setting, you know, if it's something that I'm creating, that I'm putting my name on it, yeah, to have an aspect of it that I didn't have absolute control over mm. it it stresses me out and that even goes to the point where like um you know i, I produce music i said that so many times <laughs> but um you know um in music production there's things you can you can use loops so like samples or you can use a synthesizer where you sort of make the sounds yourself if if i have too little control of the actual sound of what i've gotten i don't like that either so when it comes to collaborations, you know, I have producers, artists reach out to me. Hey, we should we should work together. We should do this. We should do that. And sometimes I'm like, man, I would love to, but it would probably be more stress than it's worth because, you know, if if I want to zig and they want to zag, to mm. me, I'm going to be like, damn, I don't know if I can continue doing this. Not necessarily because, because I don't like the product anymore, just because, like, it takes a while for me to incorporate change and it, it, it becomes an obstacle rather than a helper. So that is one of my personal weaknesses. What about That's you, interesting, man. Um, just before I get into that, I just wanted to, cause I've always wondered this myself um, from a music production standpoint um, and you being an artist yourself, as well as a producer, DJ, all these different things. Right. Um, I always wonder how, how much control does the artist necessarily have in the production of a song um, in comparison to the uh, the producer, the sound engineer? Um, I was watching, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but uh, you, you, you know who Lil Dicky is, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so have you seen his new show, Dave? I have not seen Dave yet. Okay, so just, you know, I'm just going to throw this out here. If anyone has never seen this show... Please watch this show. Um, if you guys liked Atlanta, 
uh, from, you know, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, um, then I, I truly think that you guys would really enjoy Dave from Lil Dicky just based because they, they, they have a really similar taste when it comes to production and when it comes to, you know, the correct formulas for making like a, a hit series. Right. Um, anyways, uh, there was an episode where um, Trippy Red was in the studio with uh Lil Dicky's uh sound engineer and pretty much Trippy Red was like the one to be like yo take that what I just did put that in the front flip this over you know what I mean at this 808 like and 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 like I could tell that a lot of the control came from the artist at that point Trippy Red being a bigger artist a lot more well known things of that nature I would think that he would have some autonomy when it came to his uh you know creative outlet However, um, from your standpoint, you could probably talk on this a little bit more um, from the artists and stuff that you've worked with or, you know, just in your daily dealings and, you know, your experience, how much control would you say you've had in comparison to the artist when it comes to creating music? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Um, For me personally, I, I like to have a high level of control, especially when I'm working with artists that haven't necessarily had a lot of recording experience. Just because, like, I know what will work. I know what won't work. Mm. You know, when, when it gets to artists that I know have had recording experience, stage experience, it, it, it is a little different because we, we both, you know, have been in situations where we've seen things that work, seen things that don't work. So I like to have the conversation beforehand before we get into the nitty gritty. Always, you know, eventually stuff like that comes up. Like, hey, I don't like this 808. Let's change out the 808. And I, I may be like, yo you know, we could spend two hours finding 808 because like that t- it takes that long sometimes or you could just rock with it and we could just go. And that ability to compromise is really what makes me work with so little artists. You know, I probably have, I've maybe done like 50 songs, have five features just because it's really hard to find somebody who you can have that conversation with mm-hmm. and not be about egos, but it'd be about the music specifically. Mm. Mm, that's a that's a really interesting output okay yeah okay for sure um yeah and so i guess going to to me um and my weaknesses and i feel like i'm not the only person um you know that this that this has happened to uh and you know before we even filmed and recorded this this pod uh you know i was really thinking about that because Thinking about strengths and weaknesses has been something that has been on my mind, really, I would say for like the past year or so. Um, just I, I just turned 25. Um, and as, as a kid, I always thought that, you know, my life would start at 25. I don't know why, but I just mm-hmm. knew like, like your dick stops growing at 25. Oh. Your front, your frontal lobe is fully formed at 25. Mm-hmm. You have less in insurance at 25. So I was just like, yo, life pretty much starts at 25, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Now that I am 25, it's like I've had a completely, uh, you know, flip when it comes to like, you know, kind of how I think. And so um, me looking back at, you know, some of my less great moments and kind of how I could fix those things and transform those things into being greater for the future. Um, a, a big weakness for me is is sometimes like not finishing what I start. And I believe that comes from uh, it's it's multifaceted. However, um, you know, me being an Aries, 
uh, I get bored easily. And so that's, you know, that's, that's been apparent in projects. That's been apparent in uh, different creative pursuits, relationships, all that stuff. Right. And so it's like, um, I, I definitely can attest that to being a, a reason why um, this weakness is, um, you know, there. However, another thing I, I feel like I c- it really stems from is ultimately, bro, um, my freshman year of high school where I quit football. And I feel like th- like football was always something that shit, bro, since – I was since I was able to walk and run and all that stuff and catch a ball, bro. I was playing football, like from the mm-hmm. Pee Wee leagues and stuff like that to flag football to Pop Warner to high school. You know what I mean? And like it was, it was that decision that I made to quit and not finish that out that I feel like kind of translated into further areas of my life and. uh you know, I'm a big I'm a big proponent on on mentorship and you know gaining mentors who have done things um, that you know uh, that you want to do or who or who have um, accomplished things that you set out for for yourself, right? In order to kind of cut the learning curve. And so, mm-hmm. a person that I subscribe to and follow is actually this couple. Um, they're uh, named uh, shout out to Dana Chanel and uh, Prince Donnell on uh, on IG. Um, but they're, you know, a black couple, both of them are CEOs. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them are, uh, they're married. Um, I think 25, 26, something like that. Like, you know, around, around our age. Um, mm-hmm. but pretty much, uh, one, one thing that Prince Donnell talks about a lot is how, uh, it's the small things, um, that it's the, it's the, the small, um, things that we, that we give up or the things that we overlook, the small temptations that we fall prey to that end up turning into bigger things, bigger letdowns in our life, right? So, um, you know, if like, for instance, if you say to yourself that, you know what, I'm going to go on this diet, and I'm not going to eat any more fast food, right? Two weeks down the line on the diet, you go out one night or something like that. You're having a couple of drinks. And I know this is crazy during this Rona time because nobody goes out anymore. And <laughs> that's unheard of right now. But, you know, let's 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 dream here. Right. So mm. say, for instance, we're able to go out, have a good time and stuff like that. And, you know, you've been had you've had a long night of drinking and, you know, you decide that, yo, I'm kind of hungry. I'm gonna go stop at some Taco Bell. You know how I do, bro. So it's like <laughs> that decision right there to like cheat on that diet, that small decision can then lead you down to, you know, the worst of the worst was just cheating on your partner. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's stuff like that. Like, like <laughs> at least that's what Prince Donnell says. And yeah. it makes sense because it's like, if you're, if you allow something small to best you then you'll allow something big to best you you know what i mean and so it's like you know when it comes to you know my weaknesses and something some things that i'm working on as a man it's it's really more so from a from an integrity standpoint uh Mm -hmm. and for one doing what it is that i said i was going to do um because at the end of the day um and this can this can go back to friendships and you know uh combing through your friendships with a fine tooth comb and stuff like that. But integrity should be a thing that is always at the forefront of your mind. Um, and and one thing, this is kind of like side note, but one thing I do want to say is let's bring back the word acquaintances. 
because not everybody is your friend. Yeah. Not everybody is your is is in your corner. Some people are in your life for a reason. Some people are in your life for a season. And the quicker that you know that, and the quicker that you understand that, uh, not everybody are are not uh, not everyone is friends. But some people might be an acquaintance or just somebody that you might need to get to that next level. You know what I mean? I definitely not saying utilize people as a means to an end. Never do that ever, mm-hmm. um, because that's only going to cause demise for yourself. However understand that life is about chess and it's not it's it's not checkers um and so you know from my perspective i'm i'm working on my integrity i'm working on uh walking the walk and leading by example um especially you know when it comes to like my brand leche and how everything is about uh uh inner growth and how that inner growth then permeates you know, it starts with the mindset, and then the physical, uh, physical body then follows, and the last piece of the puzzle is the spiritual. Um, so as I continue to grow these different things, and and um, you know, complete this trifecta of what it truly means to be a holistic human, um, integrity is definitely at the forefront, and completing the things that I say and that I set out to do. Um, so that's, that's definitely something that, you know, I've kind of been dealing with a, a demon that, you know, I've been, uh, 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 battling, you know, for a little bit and, and, and it's just, you know, it just, it, it goes back to being honest and true with yourself, um, and really understanding yourself and having those tough conversations, having those, those, those tough moments with friends where it's like, you know, you talked about having, you know, some people in your life who, uh, you know, could be potential like yes, man, and stuff like that. It's like, is that necessarily good for you? Is this person doing all these things and pretty much bending to your will a good thing for you? You know what I mean? And it's like, you have to you have to think about these different things as you continue to grow, as we continue to get better. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's just something that I kind of wanted to throw out there. Um, and, you know, with our listeners and, you know, in our audience, if, if this is something that that you've struggled to or, or different things that you guys have struggled with. We, 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 we want you guys to kind of reach out and let us know. Um, because at the end of the day, these, these conversations are, are just that they're conversations. And we want to invite our audience in on these conversations because we, we couldn't have it without you guys, you know, we're all dealing with the same stuff. Um, and so it's like, let's shed light on that and let's, let's deal with that together. So. Absolutely. So we, we've talked about one weakness Let's talk about strengths now. Okay. Um, and you know, you know, like disclaimer. Um, I don't want you to feel like you're coming off as egotistical when you talk about your strengths. I don't want to come off as ego- egotistical either. Mm-hmm. But let's just try to be as honest as possible. Okay. Okay. At least as honest as we conceive. So me personally, I think one of my strengths is that I hold on my phone. Sorry, okay. Um, I love stories. And because of that, I'm very good at details. Mm. And the reason why is because, like, when it comes to, like, learning something, if I turn it into a story, I can remember it off the top of my head no matter what. So when it came to, like, when it, came, when it comes down to, like, the, 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 de- the smallest details in music production, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, one thing that I use, one tool that a lot of music producers use is called an equalizer, where you can go in and change the volume of certain frequencies to to shape your sound mm. and like if you just look at one the first time you look at it it may be confusing but like i was able to understand that by just sort of making it into a narrative as far as like which sounds want to come through this gate and like 
which sounds might stop him from coming through the gate. I get to pick what kind of crowd I have at the end, and that that determines the sound. Mm. Um, same thing with with other topics like when it comes to biochemistry, when it comes to like cell signaling. I just I just sort of think of like like a post office, like one person's getting this letter, they're changing it to this. Another person's getting this letter, they're packaging it in this, and eventually it gets to where it's going. But what are all these steps along the way that sort of change how the message is, is sent and mm. why are those things important? What's the order of those things? Mm, what happens okay. if you change the order? What happens if you remove a person? Can the message still go along? Does it have to go through a different person? Right. Stuff like that. So taking narratives and, and using those to understand ideas is something that I think I have excelled at. And I'm not sure why, but that's the only thing that works for me. I can't just memorize things. So that's so- a strength in my mind. So would you consider yourself a detail-oriented person or more so a big picture? For a long time, I considered myself a, a big picture person. and I, But I would necessarily say I am more detail-oriented because I think I've recently let go of the big picture just because I was involved in so many detail-oriented things that I didn't really have a choice to be in a big picture. Like... Right now, I'm working on an EP, and of course, the big picture is very important. You know, I have the idea, I have the concept, but the small picture is the sounds. Mm. Not necessarily the, the, the music, but like, which snares do I use? Which hi-hats do I use? What frequencies am I allowing through? And I have to think about those things. So I think that sort of made me narrow my focus. Okay, for sure. And would you would you consider being more so detail-oriented, does that, does that get to the same results um you know is, is it is it easier to get to like the same result focusing more so on the details or do you think it, it it is focusing on the bigger picture i think in when i'm working on detail-oriented tasks for work it's good because i know that my manager has the big picture in mind mm. and he's paying me to focus on the little details so i don't have to worry about the big when I'm working on my own creative pursuits, it's a struggle because I know that the only person that is worried about the big picture is me. Exactly. So it, it is a little bit of a weird dichotomy. Yeah. Because I, you know, I, I you struggle have, with that as well. I, I feel you. Because especially as, as an artist, you have to think as a creator, uh-huh. but you also have to think as, as a listener. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to be able to listen to your music critically and say, even though I made this, I don't like this. Even though I made this, I love this. Like, yeah. that's really hard to do. And then, you know, I, I had my album, well, my EP, damn near done. Then The Weeknd's album came out, and I was like, nope, can't release this anymore. Gotta go back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not up to The Weeknd's standards. But so. it, it's just that I, I had so much new inspiration that what I yeah. had, just it did not encompass what I was feeling anymore. Speak and on that it, goes bro. back. Yes, and, th- and that goes back to the perfectionism thing. Like, until uh, to the control thing, until every aspect of what what I want is in that EP, it's hard for me to release it. But I know that at a certain time, I think it was Kanye West that said this. At a certain time, you have to just say, "Fuck it, what, whatever it is now is what's coming out." Yeah, and that's the end of the story. Because if you don't, then you can't make more. Yeah, and and it's it's funny that you say that because you know with me from a design standpoint um i i struggle with that man especially in the in the early beginning stages of lecce um and really just getting 
the overall idea out. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't honestly till a year and a half, maybe two years. Oh, wait, I, I'm, I'm gonna stop you for one second. So, so for those of us that that for those of you that don't know, uh, Christian is the owner of a lifestyle brand. Um, that also has clothing. The lifestyle brand is called Leche, and the clothing brand is called Leche as well. And uh, he makes T-shirts and uh, fashion pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we're actually getting ready. The, the brand was started in 2017, guys. Um, at Baylor, uh, it, it started off as just uh, the uh, a whim of an idea. Um, I've always enjoyed fashion. I've always been a fashionable person. Um, and just said one day, fuck it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own brand. Um, and I did it. And the the I would honestly say to anybody looking to do something similar, it 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 becomes a decision where you just have to you you just have to go out there, um, go into that the, those deep waters. You know what I mean? It's uh, fashion is is definitely a, a red water industry um, where there's there's so many people with t-shirt companies, so many people with brands, stuff like that. Um, one thing I will say that over the years that I've learned that is going to uh, make me different is now the vision has changed from just wanting to create dope shit um, to wanting to uh, make sure that uh, environmentally friendly clothing that reduces um, the amount of uh, 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 carbon footprint and the amount of pollution that is in the world, seeing that fashion is the second biggest pollutant in the world. Um, as well as being sustainable and having uh, articles of clothing that are sustainable and biodegradable is, um, you know, accessible to everybody. Um, mm-hmm. So that has now become the new mission. And that is something that, um, you know, myself, as well as the team that I'm constructing are, are moving forward uh, with. Um, so but I, I said that to say that in the beginning, it was one of those things where um I, I struggle with the big picture versus the small minor details seen as this is completely like my baby. This is something that I birthed into the world. Um, you know, this is something that I incubated for years and it, it became one of those things where it's like, I got too caught up in the small details of everything. Like, um, and, and, you know, with me going to the fashion Institute, of design and merchandising in Los Angeles and learning from designers and, you know, different people that are in the industry right now and prevalent. Um, it, it was one of those things where it inspired me to completely change everything to the point where I stopped selling clothes, uh, in order to truly just learn, learn my craft, learn myself, uh, what it is that I want and to find my voice. Um, because as a brand owner, you have to have your own voice. You have to have your own signature. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing and, you know, what the masses are doing. And, and fashion has always been one of those things where, um, you know, once it's on a runway, it's free game. Anybody can steal yeah. that idea, you know. Yeah. And so uh, battling with that and, you know, finding my inner voice and who I, you know, the stamp that I want to put on the world and and all these different things kind of got you know, uh, uh, muddled in, you know, the overall picture of, yo, like at the end of the day, I want, I want people to like, I want this, this brand to be people's favorite thing to wear. Like I want Leche to be a household name. I want it to be your favorite piece of clothing, whatever it is, whether it's a hoodie or a shirt or, you know, some bottoms or something like that. I just want it to be your absolute favorite. And so, you know, I really struggle with that, with the back and forth until finally I had to just, you know, kind of step myself outside of the situation immediately and 
take a an overarching look and an objective look on different things and you know establish what it what the actual big picture was and not be so caught up on this the small uh, minutia of details that we we can easily you know um you know get distracted in and also on the fact that yo there's going to be people like for 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 my creatives out there there's going to be people that like your shit and there's going to be people that absolutely hate your shit. You can't get fo- you can't get so focused on the fact that people don't like your stuff and th- to the point where you're not putting it out. Um, you have to continue to put it out. And that's something that I myself have struggled with um, because if anybody knows, I haven't, I haven't released anything new in shit years, but there's a reason for that. And it's because uh, of the work that I've had to put into the back end with with ensuring that everything is, you know, is going to go towards that overall vision um, mm-hmm. and, and, and all that stuff. So uh, so, yeah, that's that's always been, you know, the 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 de- uh, uh, details versus big picture thing. That's always been something that I've kind of gone back and forth. And whenever you're in the command seat and you're the one that's truly, you know, birthing this idea then it's it's definitely something that i i know a lot of people and stuff struggle with um yeah go i have a question for you though oh yeah go for it so what what would you say is one of your strengths yeah yeah so um a strength for me man and this is kind of one of the reasons that you know uh we we kind of decided to do this podcast in the first place um is honestly communication um Mm. that's something that over the years my ability to speak to people, um, my ability to kind of be like water, um, you know, like Bruce Lee says, and 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 flow in different groups of people, different backgrounds of people, and still find a commonality between everyone. Um, I feel like that's that's truly been a strength of mine. Um, I feel like as I begin to think about the plans that God has for me and uh and the uh uh road that god is taking me down the pathway that god is leading me down um my ability to speak is definitely something that is a is a is a vital strength for me um just because i truly feel guys communication is key in multiple different areas of your life um and really learning how to communicate um verbally non-verbally all these different things um you know can really make life for you um what i'm 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 thinking of a person um he's called the black godfather uh what is his name um clarence avant Mm -hmm. Uh, have have you heard of him Mm -mm. okay so uh there's there's this uh there's this documentary on netflix called the black godfather and it's all about this man named clarence avant who this man, by just his words alone, by the character of 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 person, the caliber of person that he is, and his uh, insane ability to speak, um, has it, it pretty much you know landed him the the title of the Black Godfather, um, where he's had a hand in so many different polarizing artists uh uh careers from like you know like michael jackson like you know like uh uh um quincy jones and you know uh like you know all this stuff like even though quincy jones isn't an artist but um just like different careers from to to presidents 
like, you know, presidents of, of the United States. And so it's like, but this man, you would never know who he is, but everybody who is anybody knows who this man is and mm-hmm. attest this man to being one of the reasons why they are where they are in life. And it's yeah. like, that to me is is insane, bro, because I think about it and I'm just like, he really hasn't done anything but cultivate relationships. Mm-hmm. And that is a power you know, to be able to speak to people and to be able to command an audience and to be able to transfer ideas with such clarity and precision that, you know, people adopt those as their own. And, you know, to be able to move like, you know, like, you know, people, uh, uh, um, people hate Hitler, but Hitler is one of the most prominent speakers of, you know, in the world, you know, like, and it's like, I, I'm curious from the psych from the psychological aspect of it is like how was he able to do that? Yeah. And and move in the agenda that he did. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to rally people to do a good thing, but it's another thing to rally people to fucking kill people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's like that is a power. You know, the communication and speech is a power. If you're in a relationship and that relationship is falling apart and you're commu- and you find that your communication is dead, well, no wonder the relationship is falling apart because the, on one of the biggest sources of power that you have, you're not, you're underutilizing. So it's yeah. like, you know, yeah, from, from with me, that would say that is probably my biggest strength, bro. My ability to speak. Um, and, sure. and yeah, and my ability to relate to, multiple different people and be in multiple different groups you know yeah tying into that um i guess uh, you know i'm not sure how much longer we'll go for we might go for a lot longer we might not we'll see where it snowballs into but uh i want to get into like what i i think your strength is and what you think one of my strengths is and you know tying tying into what you said i think um you're very good at utilizing your resources Mm. um and like i think i really noticed in college um and it'd be like to the point where like let's say you know like two months into the semester I, I might meet somebody who like is i don't know like a plug you know for you know some sort of certain materials <laughs> <laughs> and i'd be like oh man like you got you have great products you know i'm surprised i met you i'm glad i met you um they'd be like oh yeah so like who do you hang out with i'd be like oh like christian's my roommate like, oh yeah, I know Christian. I'm like, how the fuck did Christian meet this person before I did? Like, what? <laughs> where the hell are you? Or like, I'd be at like an organization. It'd be like my first my first day at the meeting, my first day going to organization meeting. I'd be in there, I'd be chilling. I'd be like, well, you know, oh, this is kind of a cool club. I'm glad I'm here. And they'd start talking, and then I'd be like, afterwards, I'd go meet you, know, like the president, or whatever. We'd be talking, and they'd be like, oh, like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, like I live at the Enclave Christian. They're like, oh yeah, I know Christian. I'm like, how the fuck? <laughs> How the hell did Christian know all these people? And then, <laughs> and then when it came down to it, like like you would always find a way to like get that person to use their skills to improve something that you were trying to do. Whether it was like advertising for Leche, you know, you had the models, you had the websites, you had all that stuff. Or whether it was you know like putting events together, throwing parties, like you're always just able to use the people around you to sort of not use them, but like have them all work together in a way that boosts everybody's signal and mm. that's always something i, I really admired mm, mm. i appreciate that bro I, yeah. I i truly appreciate that um yeah um and i guess when when i think about you 
one thing that has always kind of stood out with me, uh, uh, um, you know, stood out to me with you, um, has always been the, the fact that you are a person that if you put your mind to something, you, you don't let anything stop you. Mm -hmm. Um, there, there's been, there's been, you know, like uh disclaimer guys, for those of you that don't know, uh, Daniel and I used to be roommates, um, you know, at Baylor. And so that is kind of where our relationship kind of cultivated. And that is why, you know, we have such good chemistry and, and we vibe and stuff like that. But, um, you know, just just watching you from a from a distance, Daniel, um, and knowing the head ass that you were a freshman year <laughs> <laughs> and the the astute man that you have grown it to be, you know, today, yeah. um, that that there, there's a lot of change that that has come with that. And it's it's one of those things where, you know, there'll be times where, you know, I'd be I'd be, you know, off work or something like that, having a good ass time. And I'm like, yo, Daniel, let's turn up, bro let's let's you know let's go party let's go uh you know let's go get some drinks or something like that and you're like nah man um i'm in the studio right now or i'm working on this beat i'm working on this music i'm not coming out of my room and this man will literally not come out the room you know i could i could have the entire party going on right outside the door and you know uh uh music playing well uh, you know libations going everything you know entertainment and this man will literally be in his room working on his craft and would not come out and that always spoke volumes to me because i i now look at where you're at in your craft of music and how that whole thing started and the time you know that you were in during that time because you know i don't i don't i don't know if you you know really uh uh you know speak on this a lot and if if you don't like you know excuse me for saying it but i know like there was a time where you know you were you were kind of struggling a little bit figuring out kind of what it what it is that you wanted to do with life and i know yeah. you kind of had that you know that tug of war for instance where it's like should i go towards my passions or should i you know pretty much do what like my family wants me to do or what i think would you know get me a good job and stuff like that and you know you never let anything hinder you from continuing to focus on your passions while still uh, uh, um, uh, having success and, and, you know, in your, your, um, uh, academic career and stuff like that, you know, for graduating Baylor and all this stuff, man. So you still did what your, you know, essentially what your parents wanted you to do and, and set out for you to do, but you, you also have never let up, uh, you know, off the gas when it comes to your dreams of, you know, being a producer and being an artist and all that stuff. And I remember, bro, like, you know, cause I, I've always been into freestyling and, you know, uh, you know, all that stuff right and i remember there were sessions where you know i still have some of these recordings too but oh, yeah. there were sessions where we, we we would freestyle bro and there was literally only a few things you would talk about you know yeah. and, <laughs> and you know what i'm talking about bro and so it's like that like from from you going from that place in your life bro, oh, to man. where you're at now and you're creating these conceptual uh eps and these albums and you're showing me your different beats and you know you're uh um doing uh competitions on ig live and stuff like that with the beats that you've made bro like that bro that like all all i can do is just clap it up for you bro because appreciate it bro th- yeah there's there's true applause that comes with that bro because you you are a a, a man who for one, you are a man of your word and it goes back into to that integrity thing. And that's why, you know, I'm so happy that we, we're friends, bro. And I'm so happy that, you know, we're able to do this together and stuff. But but also 
you know, you're a person that that gets results. And, you know, not even from a music standpoint, but when it comes to your health and your fitness and stuff like that, you're a man of results, bro. And that is, you know, that speaks volumes to me, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's always something I've truly admired about you, bro. And I always think that, you know, that there's, there's a little piece of that that I would love to like, you know, take for myself and stuff like that, you know? So, so yeah, bro, uh, big, big ups to that, bro. Big ups to everything that you've done. Appreciate it. And to all our listeners, um, I really encourage you. I want y'all to have at least a similar conversation with one of your really good friends. Ask them what they think their strength is. Ask them what they think their weakness is. And, you know, do the thing we just did. You tell them one of your strengths. You tell them them their strength. You tell them, wait, you want to do what what we think each other's weaknesses are? Should we do that? Uh, I mean, we can. Okay. <laughs> that, oh, might, that might be a little interesting. Like this, this, this podcast has been kind of serious, but yeah, it, yeah, might, it, might, it might, it might be fun. Okay, let's see. Um, I mean, it, it, it's it's good that I'm having difficulty think, thinking of a weakness for you, but 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 give give me a second. Okay, I'll be real, Chris. All right, I'll be I'll be 100 real, bro. Please do. <laughs> and wait, you know what? I don't know. Are you are you cuffed right now? Yeah. Shoot. I right, never mind, bro. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Yo, I don't think we should do this though. No. Yeah, let's not do it. Let's not do it, bro. <laughs> yeah, never mind, bro. Yo. Anyways, all right. Uh, so let's be the Snowball Effect podcast episode two. <laughs> Yo, we really hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, do we have like a little game we can play instead? Oh yeah, let's let's do let's do. Yo, let's honestly do though, honestly, if we get enough people that wants to hear that conversation and oh, tells us that they want to hear that conversation, we'll do it. Oh man, we'll do oh, it because I I know there's 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 people that know both of us. And oh, and uh, I think that would be a really interesting conversation for another pod. But, uh, we, but y- y'all let us know. Have, we have to have an episode with the, with the best stories from the Enclave days, bro. Because that shit would be golden. Yo, Enclave Dave was legendary. Bro. Oh my gosh, bro! Legend- Upon one three five, bro. We we were tripping. We were we were no tripping, bro. Yo, legendary, y'all. Legendary. Straight Anybody up. who's ever been my roommate, y'all know how I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro. I was. I had a conversation with someone last night about the uh, the 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 Dia, no Priya night, bro. Because that <sighs> shit still cracks me up. Yo, I literally just told like I think I just told my dad like oh my god that that story, bro. Like of what oh happened because we were we were talking about different things. We we're talking about um. We were talking about drugs in the sense of like, you know, psychedelics. Well, so it started mm-hmm. off talking about, you know, cannabis um, and the impairment that it could have on your mental faculties. And then we started talking about psychedelics and, you know, my yeah. experiences with that. But I, I, I would say that out of everything that I've ever attempted or tried in my life from from a, a drug perspective, alcohol has had the worst, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, you know, effect on me. Um, yeah. And it has messed me up more than anything. So say what you will about smoking weed. Say what you will about uh, uh, doing shrooms or, you know, uh, uh, partaking in different psychedelics. But at the end of the day, alcohol is far worse than anything that you could 
honestly, you know, even even fathom. So, um, so yeah, dude, that that was it, it, it was really interesting to have that conversation with my pops. Um, because he was just like. He was like, I had no idea. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody did, bro. Only Daniel. Bro! Oh, Only my Daniel. God. That's what made it so much more funnier, bro. Because I was really sitting here like, fam, what the fuck? Oh, but yeah, what, what, one day, one day we'll, we will get into that. Yeah, we, we so, definitely have to do a story time segment. Oh, sure. yes. For sure. I think, so, I think the, the audience would love that. But word association. You ready? Oh, shit. For, <laughs> All right. First word, jeans. Levi's. Okay. Uh, anchor. White women getting tattoos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That was a loaded. That was a loaded question. I can't go with that one. Okay. <laughs> um. Let's see. Flats. Real estate. Okay. Uh, I was trying to set you up. <laughs> uh, hold. Mm. <laughs> uh, shoddy. Okay. He's in my ex-girlfriend. I was trying to set you up on that one, but... I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. Eleven. Bread. Hmm. Okay. Was it loaves of bread? No, like bread elevens. Jordans. Oh, okay, I got Shoes. you. Shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um bag. Triple X Tentacion, RIP. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I was thinking like some deer bag type shit. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that's we we we, we got to get to that deer bag. <laughs> we got to get to that someday. Oh yeah, y'all, we got so many stories. Like, yo, it's not even funny. But oh man, but yeah, I mean, with that being said, bro, like, I think uh, I think this has been another successful. Uh, successful pod bro absolutely let's absolutely. let's start doing this man um at the end of every single pod what i want to do mm -hmm. especially with the with the uh guests that we start to bring onto the pod uh one thing i want to i want to ask you um and you can kind of start this off is where do you or how do you hope this podcast snowballs for the future or in somebody else's life this particular episode this particular episode <clears throat> okay to all our listeners out there in uh in snowfall land I hope that this conversation allows you to be more introspective and it gives you the um, ability to be, um, <clears throat> or at least the desire to have an honest conversation with your friends. Skip the egos, skip the thinking about yourself too much and really talk, talk about our, your strengths, your weaknesses, and sort of a deep dive into personalities. Because I think that's really important. And I think that, especially with you know the social media era, we all sort of have this idea that we know each other, but you know, you know who you really know and who who you don't really know. Like exactly. a lot of people on on social media that I follow, I may look at all their posts, but I don't really know them. Right. And not people that 
rarely post. And I know them better than anybody I follow on social media. So, you know, get get to know yourself, get to know your friends, and get to know what they know about you. That's perfect, bro. That's perfect. Thank you, man. Yeah. And same question to you. How do you hope this this conversation snowballs? <clears throat> Uh, I feel like you took the words right out of my mouth, bro. I really want people to do a deep dive look into them themselves, uh, themselves, and also uh, what it is that they want. Um, a big, a big, huge thing, um, you know. And I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna end it kind of like at this: is uh, words do carry power, guys. Mm-hmm. And so the things that we speak on a daily basis uh, end up being what happens in our lives uh, because manifestation is real. And so get to know yourself, be honest with yourself, uh, the people that you call friends and keep around you, get to know them. Uh, like Daniel said earlier, have them tell you who they think you are and all these different things and have those tough conversations so that you, uh, at the end of the day, know what you want and not what you don't want. Um, be weary if you ask a person of the things that they want and they tell you what they don't want. Um, and just, just keep that in mind. Uh, the whole point is to know ourselves better, uh, so that we can be better for each other in the future. Um, so just take that guys with the, with the grain of salt. I hope this podcast blesses you guys, uh, for the rest of your week. Um, I hope that great conversations come out of this and I hope that you guys bring those conversations back to us so that we can keep this thing going full circle. Uh, we do this for y'all. We love y'all. And, uh, with that being said, peace, love, and hair grease guys. Snowball it up.